Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Monday message from Iowa State University Extension and Outreach in Clinton County. Today, we're going to be talking about some upcoming events here in Clinton County, news from our colleagues in Ames, plus your Spend Smart, Eat Smart recipe of the week, and your Science of Parenting advice. I'm Amanda Rao, your County Youth and 4-H Coordinator, and today I have a new guest with me, my colleague Jackie. Could you introduce yourself? Sure. I am Jackie Luxted. I'm a Youth Program Specialist. I work in three counties, and that is Cedar, Clinton, and Jones. Awesome. We're so glad you're here. So we start off each week with our question of the week. And this week I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite 4-H project area? So while you're thinking, I know we have tons to choose from. There's actually over 40 project areas. So which one is your favorite? I prefer the communication project areas. That is a good one. I think my favorite is home improvement. I love that project area. But okay, so we're going to start off with some upcoming events in Clinton County. So today, January 31st, uh, Haley and Amanda are actually at the Real Money Real World training, and that's a financial literacy program for high school youth, and it's hopefully coming to a school near you this fall. On February 2nd, we have our private pesticide continuing education course. On February 3rd, family camp kicks off in DeWitt. You can still register. Just go ahead and call our office and we'll get you signed up. And on February 4th, there's the 4-H Volunteer Lunch and Learn. And this month, the volunteers are going to be learning about how to incorporate a yearly club theme and projects into their 4-H club. So that sounds pretty exciting. Um, Moving on to our news from our colleagues in Ames. Um, I have two updates for you this week. There's a soil fertility workshop that's going to be held across Iowa. And... Let's see, farmers wishing to maximize their profits from fertilizer dollars are going to want to attend one of 15 in-person workshops or the virtual workshop hosted by Iowa State University. The workshop series called Soil Testing Interpretations and Recommendations, Maximizing Return on Investment, will be held February 24th from 1230 to 4 p.m. at the Cedar County Extension Office in Tipton. You can call their office at 563-886-886. 6157 to register. Like I said, if you can't make the one in Cedar County, you can also attend uh, the virtual one and you can learn more by visiting extension.iastate.edu or you can call our office. And our other update from campus this week, our January Words on Wellness newsletter is something put together by our nutrition specialist and they actually shared some myth busters. So Jackie, you just have to answer myth or fact, okay? Okay. So first one, I need to wash my fruits or vegetables if I'm going to be peeling them. Myth or fact? fact. She says fact, and that is a fact. So it's actually easy to transfer bacteria when you peel or try to take the rind off. So it's really important to wash your produce before you peel it. Okay. I, I got- even wash my melons. <gasps> that is smart. Before I cut them. So one more here. Myth or fact? I should rinse the juices off my meat, poultry, or seafood with water. Myth. Yes, you are correct. So rinsing your meat, poultry, or seafood can actually increase your chance for foodborne illnesses because it's splashing that bacteria around on your sink and countertops. Um, But we know that sometimes for cultural reasons, you might rinse your meat. So just make sure to clean and disinfect your sink and counters immediately after you do that. 
Okay, moving on to our Spend Smart, Eat Smart recipe of the week. And this week, Jackie, we're talking about sweet potato burritos. Do you like sweet potatoes? I like sweet potatoes. That's... Not sure about putting it in a burrito. Oh, okay. Well, let's see what it is. So you can make this recipe. You can serve six people for only 98 cents each. And the ingredients you need to make are sweet potatoes, salsa, onion, oil, a can of black beans, some whole wheat tortillas, and of course, some shredded cheese. So I think I might be trying this one. Um, I'm, you can actually find the recipe online at spendsmarteatsmart.com or you can find it in the App Store or the Google Play Store if you download the Spend Smart Eat Smart app. So remember, you can eat healthy and stick to a tight budget with your Spend Smart Eat Smart recipes. So as you know, Jackie, Iowa State University Extension Outreach has four educational areas. We have agriculture and natural resources, 4-H youth development, human sciences, and community and economic development. So this week, we're going to dive deeper into 4-H youth development, and we're going to talk about some county fair judges, which is super exciting. So this time of year is the time of year that I'm looking to hire county fair judges. I know it's only January, but we really are thinking ahead to the summer. So walk me through what happens um, before an exhibit would show up at the county fair. So before an exhibit would come to the county fair, uh, for each member would decide what it is that they're most interested in. What do they like to do? What do they enjoy? Pick a project area. A project area could be food and nutrition. Practicing a favorite recipe and then bringing muffins to the fair would be called the exhibit. That makes sense. Okay, so the 4-H judge would be the person judging that exhibit at the county fair. Yes. Wonderful. Okay, so what exactly does the 4-H judge do? So the 4-H judge at the county fair is going to sit down with the 4-H member and ask some questions. So what, who would make a great 4-H judge? What kind of person? A great 4-H judge would be someone who wants to learn from young people, yes. is interested in young people, and has maybe some expertise in the area that they're judging. Makes sense to me. Um, what kind of training does someone need to be a 4-H judge? So, great question. We are doing annual or new judge training, and we do judges training every year. This year we did it a little different. We're doing it all virtual, online, and there is a JOT form on our website that judges can go to to sign up to, have, to participate in a session. We have one more session coming February 2nd at 7 o'clock p.m. With, with through Zoom. Also, project area trainings Tuesdays and Thursdays of every week in January. They're all being recorded so they, the judges can go back on the website and re- listen to them again later. That's wonderful. So if I wanted to sign up for this virtual training, how would I do that? You said I could visit the website or could I call the Clinton County Extension Office? You sure can. And then you would, they would direct you to the State 4-H website where then you would go enter judges training and you would be able to find the form, form jot form. Perfect. It costs nothing. It's free. And it's free. It we love free. it when it's free. So what should I do if I've, um, this sounds like a great plan, I think maybe I want to be a 4-H judge, but I couldn't attend that training on February 2nd, what should I do? So if you missed that training, still call your extension office, 
let them know you're interested in being a judge and they can get back to you when the next judges training happens but then I would still encourage you to volunteer or help this year at the fair yes be a comment writer I would love that then you would learn about the project area more from a judge and participate on so that you can be ready for being a judge that would be awesome. I would gladly take more comment writers. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks for helping us learn a little bit more about 4-H judges training. Uh, before we wrap up today, I have your science of parenting tip of the week. And so we know that the teen years can be a whirlwind of changes, emotions, growth, you know, not only physical changes to the teen's body, but it's the pressure that they feel from their peers. Um, it's, there's just a lot going on. So here are some things that parents can do to support their teenagers as they navigate those difficult years. So first thing you can do, you can be intentional in listening to your teenager. You can be consistent when dealing with misbehavior. And you can provide an environment in which the kids can try new things and challenge themselves in a safe environment. Um, And last but not least, you can... Help your kids set personal goals that align with their values. So be intentional listening and you can be consistent with dealing with that misbehavior and hopefully you can help uh, your teenagers navigate those difficult years. So a reminder, the Science of Parenting team, they share research-based information with parents to help you make informed decisions for your family. And you can find more advice from the team on your favorite podcast app or on the Science of Parenting blog. So thanks for joining me, Jackie. This was so fun today. And thank you all for listening for on this week's Iowa State University Extension and Outreach Monday message. If you'd like to know anything more about the information you heard today, don't hesitate to contact our office. You can reach us at 563-659-5125. Have a great week. Thank you.